0: You've tuned into to the Are You Screening podcast, originally live, and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, ruscreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, it's obviously Black Adam week. That's it. Uh, But I do have uh, kind of a bunch of stuff to run through uh, really quickly (laughs) before we dive into that. Um, And a few of the things, one of them is uh, I just wanted to touch on some other things that I've seen because now I've seen Halloween Ends. You you saw Halloween Ends and uh, talked about it a little bit. And uh, I've also finally caught up on some other things, and uh, like Beast, Raymond and Ray, Meet Cute. And I also want to mention that uh, Barbarian is now on HBO Max, so if you haven't caught that yet. um, And uh, there's another one real quickly, because I haven't even seen it, um, but it's (laughs) on Hulu, and it's called Rosalyn, and Mm -hmm. uh, it looks actually really cool. So I've seen, you know, I've seen like the trailer and I watched like somewhere around five or ten minutes of it, like yeah. an hour ago. What? Oh, really? <laughs> and, it was, uh, this is the... Sp- okay. Yeah. And, uh, <coughs> and it really looks oddly good, right? It's yeah. not... Uh, uh, it's it's the story of Romeo and Juliet, except Rosalind is the other girl that Juliet stole Romeo from, the sort jilted. of, or yeah. whatever. And uh, <laughs> so it's like this sideways... Shakespeare story, right. but it's comedy, and uh, and it actually it looks really good. So um, check that one out. Um, okay, so Halloween ends. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I gotta tell you, I, I I'm gonna confess right now. There was like some fast forwarding, uh, and oh, you and, like, cheater! Ha- you had Halloween it. is you know Halloween is not my thing. Anyway, no, I know. Okay, I know. it's fine. Um, th- you know the original Halloween movie, I didn't hate. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't exactly love it either, but it's not my thing. Like, the best Halloween was ever going to get, I would be like, yeah, that's okay. Can like, I,
1: that That's, uh, that's. Yeah, no, like I know. It's just, it, it is what it is for right. me, right? Can I ask you something? I don't mean to jump in, but I, I'm curious before I forget it. When did you see Halloween? Were you like a child? I think I saw teen? Halloween, like, like
0: uh, you know, I didn't see it in theaters. Right. Um, but I. you pretty I young, though. I saw it like. Pretty soon after it came out, to be able you would to, have been rented like, a, rent or a whatever,
1: teen or a yeah. preteen. Yeah. You would have been yeah. pretty okay. All right, I just yeah, I mean, know. I
0: saw it. You know, when it was b- basically <laughs> when it came out, <laughs> right, right, but okay. not entirely. When yeah, it came okay. Out. I don't know, or maybe it was on. Sometimes HBO, I think it
1: lands. You know, this is one of the Friday Night Lights was, right. things. Like I think after a while, you don't. Right. You don't need to see Halloween because you've seen. 30 halloweens already right so okay sorry
0: uh so anyway um yeah there was uh i I (laughs) could not i could not watch you (laughs) there there's no way Uh, but oh man but the thing that i think is really funny and uh, you know i also have to confess i have not seen anywhere near all the halloween movies oh man don't ask me i mean i've seen some of them yeah and uh and some of them you know years ago too is like still like Right. fast forward them right right, right. <laughs> because, yeah because i mean anyway uh but I, I do have to say it's really funny going into this movie not really knowing a whole lot i mean right. I, I know the idea you got the right? idea but yeah. i don't know what the hell goes on the in specifics like all the different movies yeah and <laughs> it's funny there's a couple different times in these movies where they have all these flashbacks from yeah. the previous movies and and not just like once at the end, but they do it like a few, yeah, a few different times. And I'm watching it, going, "What the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> going on there?" Like, yeah, they and they just show all these different kills, and it's really weird. Yeah, and there's a real weird montage thing going on in this movie. Yeah, where they even like montage themselves, right? And they do this self montage. We have to see the <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> Of this guy and the stuff oh that we watched at the beginning, and you're like, yeah, like what is that? For? It wasn't that long why, ago, why, right? Like, <laughs> why, why? Why are, are we thinking? Maybe people forgot. Yeah. Like it's, well, it's for you.
1: It's the like it's we the, know
0: you're not paying attention. It's for the
1: fast forwarders <laughs> right? in case you it's miss so something. Weird.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> but but the thing that is is the weirdest, right? Is like, uh, so at the beginning she like tells you all this stuff. Yeah. Cause she's narrating and, right. and doing this book and everything. So she tells you all this stuff, but you know, not everything exactly. And then you see these montages and whatever. And the thing that's weird is I actually, I mean, I watched it enough. Okay. Yeah, like I fast I forwarded through some scenes and I'm like, all right, so they're talking for a really long time and I don't need right. to watch, the, you know, whatever. I didn't yeah. fast forward the, watch the movie in like 15 minutes no. or anything, but <laughs> hypercut, but, uh, but I, I seriously don't know what's going on in this movie. Yeah, And that is know. the weirdest thing ever for me trying to watch this movie. And I'm like, I know I didn't watch them all, but what the hell is going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And the movie Apparently, I mean, maybe I fast-forwarded past the exact moment when it all makes sense. No. <laughs> and they, and they reveal I'm here everything, to tell you. but I don't understand really who Michael Myers is supposed to be at this right. point, right? right? Because right. the dude just wanders into a sewer and <laughs> and stays, he, and he's there, right? And and you know, the young kid like finds him or whatever. But what does that even mean? Right. Like he's just laying there in the sewer. Right. Waiting for someone forever? to feed him. Yeah and know. then <clears throat> and then the kid comes in and then what? He killed and he's he's like animatronic or something. And uh-huh. somehow he's alive and
1: You saw enough like, of this.
0: Like I really don't understand right. what is supposed to be going on. Right. Is he like a spirit
1: at this point or <laughs> And he's weak? He's weakened to the point where when they fight the regular kid gets the advantage but then later when they team up to literally go kill people together right michael's holding people up one-handed like right. normal like right. doesn't matter doesn't make sense it's whatever we need in the scene. i mean
0: i don't understand what is supposed to be the story of what happened just before this movie started like he was gone right. and what we mean by that is that he fell in a sewer and he- right <laughs> he's been stuck there magically somehow uh-huh. being right. Couldn't find his way out I of mean, that. Does he still eat? Yeah. Right. Like, right. And, and yet it's just, Oh, some kids stumbled on him. Right. And I mean, I don't, it was so weird. Yeah. I have no idea what's supposed to be. Going Absolutely on nonsensical. Movie. Uh Yeah. Everything about the movie mm-hmm. is completely nonsensical. Yeah. It, there's a sense where <laughs> I find it difficult to even say this is a movie at all. Right. Like it's, it's just like they which is just, a bunch of
1: things they filmed yeah it's yeah. like
0: they all got together for like a weekend and <laughs> wrote shit on the fly and yeah. went do this and and it's like there was three different production crews filming different things and you know the, one of them was going ah the other guys will make some sense out of why he's in this sewer right and then at the end they spliced it all together and go oh wait you didn't do that <laughs> nobody, nobody i didn't did do that, that. yeah uh, you know, anyway, whatever. I don't know. It's uh, very weird. And the whole <laughs> the whole story with the kid was like, you know, that really felt to me like, you know, I'm, we're going to say this every week about every movie now, one way or another. But right. I'm like, you know, if you want to make that movie, make that movie right. and don't call it Batman, right? right. Like, right. <laughs> it was so weird. And nothing. Nobody in the movie. As far as I could tell, anyway, from from my perspective, as not a person who has memorized every right. Halloween movie or whatever, but uh, like nobody had a reaction that I believed to anything, right? Right? Like uh, it was it was just right. so weird. Everyone, everything that happened, I was like, who would do that? Right? <laughs> like, right? Like, who is this character supposed to be? Why, yeah.
1: Why would anyone ever do that? I don't know. Anyway, um, even even up to up to and including. Like, there's a moment where you even see the parents of the kid that dies in the beginning at different times. Right, you see them right. separate. Neither of them, even, even tertiary characters, don't even act the way they should. Whether right. it's the homeless guy guarding the mouth of the sewer. <laughs> right. Nobody, even the cop. Nobody, even up to the sheriff at the end where he, where everyone's like, we don't do this. And he goes, tonight we do t- tonight this, you we know? do. Yeah. And then it, the other cop, and then the, right. the other cop that we
0: see all the time, who's yeah. not the like black sheriff who says, uh, Tonight, Tonight we, do we do or whatever. Right. But the other like main cop guy, yeah. like he's just laughing in the car. Right. Like he's totally cracking up. Nobody bro, I can't does believe we're filming anything. this. Right. Right. <laughs> we're gonna do okay.
1: You know. Yeah. And then he didn't yep.
0: realize the camera was on him. And, right. And then suddenly it was because that's how we're filming stuff here. Is right. We're just <laughs> yeah go and you know it was so it was so weird, and there isn't even anything that's like scary.
1: No, there isn't.
0: I mean, that I could tell. Not really. It's like, Anything that they, might they, be anything that might be scary, <coughs> excuse me, is like um, we, you know, we totally telegraph. It's all telegraphed that whatever is coming, and yeah. then not only that, but it's like you can't believe it's actually happening, right? And then what's scary about that? Like th- it's
1: they try a couple jump scares that I think are so telegraphed and and transparent. I think one of the best things that they try to do that's scary is actually sort of. In the beginning, when you see that body fall by the stairs, yeah, because the way the angle is set up, you see people and it just happens in the background, looking, and you're like, yeah. Wait, what the hell was that? Right, that's actually scary, but not what you think you're like going a to this scary, film, scary right? Way. It's not like scary, yeah. scary, it's just like, Jesus, did you see that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know, that was uh, a fantastically weird movie. So, you give um, it? I mean, you I give it a zero. zero i don't i don't i don't know what positive quality <laughs> lo- it The
1: look you just gave me is like where have you been for the last six minutes <laughs> this is a zero man. but uh you know the yeah. only thing that was good
0: about the movie and yeah. and it has very few positive qualities uh yeah in any sense at all um but the only thing that was good about it was uh the, the part where and you know spoiler right because who cares <laughs> Who cares? This I, I deny your right to yeah. non-spoiler. <laughs> um, is when Jamie Lee Curtis does that like goofy thing where she pretends she's killing herself. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, all right, that was like, it's okay. just a, it's a little not bit even
1: good. You're so worn down at that point, it, it's you're just so, like, it's, it's, it's funny because yeah. I'm like, so that's a positive,
0: but not in the sense of it actually being good yeah you know, <laughs> like some other sense where you're like all right that was like kind of funny yeah. i mean it's like even it's that scene so doesn't make weird. any sense
1: you know what makes? okay i know you're gonna jump and i, I just wanted to say this because it's brought up real quick so david gordon green is in the news the last week because the film's taken such a backlash and he's taking some heat from fans online because that's the world we live in everything's online and i just saw a pair of interviews with him where he just said you know i was I'm kind of surprised at the vitriol that we're getting. Really, we just had a vision for a type of story and we were going to tell it. The problem with the third film is I just sort of wanted to make a love story about these characters, you know, and it just happens to be set in the world of Michael Myers. And I'm like, A, that's bullshit. You absolutely (laughs) didn't want to do that. You might have wanted to do that in addition to things, but there has been, I mean, I guess technically... You know, I don't know what I don't know. There's been a a set of leaked reports that said he told the kid, the guy, excuse me, he's not a kid, the man who doesn't play Michael Myers, he plays Corey, that he warned him. He's like, you're probably going to get a lot of backlash for this. So you knew what you were doing was trying to be subversive, and this whole attempt of doing all of these things just to cover your own back frustrates the hell out of me. Just say this is the film I wanted to make, Ang Lee never apologized for screwing up the hulk he's like this is the film i thought of making i, right. I wanted to do this all along sorry he didn't like it like, that's the right. nuts that it right. takes to be like to hell with you right and now green and mcbride are going on to the exorcist yeah i can't wait to see Great. what they screw up over there like it's yeah it was it's even insane. weird. it
0: was even weird like there were parts in this movie where uh all of a sudden there would be these little things and and, and you watch it and go what what the hell are we doing that for? Like, why is that a thing? Like mm-hmm. uh my favorite example of that is all of the people in town who like blamed Jamie Lee Curtis for something. Yeah. They're like, this wouldn't have happened except that your monster, yada right. yada, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, right. And like oh, Jesus. and like some people were uh, you know, the town turned on what's his name? Corey. Yeah. Corey, yep. Because your monster was gone, right?
1: We needed Wait, another That's one. my
0: fault, too, right? Now? Like, <laughs> Why like, don't you the, just blame me for how much your green beans cost? Like, like, I'm inflation. Like, the fact that I didn't keep my monster around is yeah. now also bad, right. I mean, it's like, see, and, and they and, were like these weird little scenes, there were and there were a were few like, of them that were like all to themselves where people yeah. have to give her some crap about Michael
1: Myers, right? And,
0: None of it makes any sense.
1: Dude, the more I think about the film, again, we're not going to sit on this for too long, and I know, but the more I think about it, the more frustrated I am by how much there was good there. I really do still stand by the idea that a town traumatized has to figure out how to heal from that. When when you basically might have lost somebody you loved because of the ignorance of someone else, that can be a drunk driver. That could be an accident. That could be any number of negligent or accidental by proxy, like mistakes, right? How do you, how do you heal from trauma? If it's not just a person, whether or not your kid was a school shooter, you know, any number of things you've got that going They're too inexperienced or too ignorant. And I mean that not as an insulting ignorant, just they're just ignorant of how to handle that. And then you've got the story with Corey, who he's a little too old, but in the vein of a school shooter, you've got this one person who made a mistake in a community. And now is just absolutely ostracized. This is how we make incels. This is how we make monsters in our community. Now it's by, it's by ignoring reparations and rehabilitation and some sort of communal forgiveness to get somebody back to being a member of the community. When you ostracize them, they're a danger to you. All of these things are there. These guys don't know what they the hell do they're anything. doing. They don't have a hint that what they have is there. And it sucks. Cause I actually think in a strange way, though not set in Haddonfield, there's a movie there right. and there's a horror film there with a lot of metaphors. Cause I mean, I've told you one of my favorite things about horror films is they are a reflection of what is contemporarily bothering a society. Right. I think there's something to be mined there. But these idiots don't have the friggin' first clue of where to put their, you know, their shoes on. But, I mean, I don't know if you saw any of it with your fast-forwarding. I can't wait to watch Midsummer and tell you I just fast-forwarded through a bunch of it. (laughs) You know, because you want me to feel the three-hour pain like you did. Yeah, I don't. But anyway, I get it. I mean, this film is just such trash, and it's trash right. everywhere. Would Can you imagine even the Laurie Strode that you know without having seen the 13 other Halloween films, can you imagine her moving back to the place that is the most damaging to her and celebrating yeah. the halloween celebrating the holiday she's putting up halloween yeah, decorations in this film yeah there's a whole thing film. where she's doing the voiceover and she's like so i bought a house Right. and i'm like shut uh, up i'm like okay i could i could buy that you wanted to conquer your fear by confronting it absolutely head on which is a metaphor for her fighting michael at the end head on like we're going at this Sort of Harry Potterish. None none can live while the other survives, that kind of thing, right? right? You don't celebrate Halloween. <laughs> you don't. You would never. You are the one person, in the same way that Phoebe Cates' character in Gremlins would never celebrate Christmas because her dad died in the chimney pretending to be Santa Claus. Right. Are you out of your mind? Like what are you thinking? That's the kind of film that Halloween ends is. Yeah. Stupid, stupid, stupid.
0: Uh, anyway, all right, sorry. so that's oh, enough God. about uh, Halloween ends. Um, so really quickly, though, yeah. I want to touch on a couple of these other movies. Um, Beast uh, uh, with Idris Elba. Beast is a, a movie that is uh, should constantly be an embarrassment for you <laughs> as an actor. Oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Th- no one should be in this it's movie. No, good. no one should have ever made this movie. Every time people talk in this movie, it's like. <laughs> It's like a horror movie. It's horror oh, in, in, in itself. It's so. That sucks. It's such a weird thing. And Charlotte uh, Copley's in it. Yep. And you know, I so feel for him. Yeah. In, in like the weirdest way. Yeah. Uh, because it's like you know, all he can get are things that I'm like, come on, man. Man, he's you so know, good like, in District
1: Nine, and it cursed him.
0: Right. He's really. He's really good. Yeah, he is good. And he's actually even good in this. It's. I mean, he's got like a he, side. Goofy role and not a lot to do or whatever But I mean he's pretty good in it right He's doing his job whatever But uh, Idris (laughs) Elba Is like recently widowed Yeah And uh, you know his wife I think got like Cancer uh, whatever And he's got his two daughters And they're going back to Africa To go to like the village that she was from Or whatever Okay, Um, And you know there's poachers There's lions around whatever um And Charlton Copley is a guy that uh, they've been friends with, I guess, forever, but he lives there and he, you know, whatever. He's like rescues lions, okay. like, humanitarian aid for the local right. villages and all this. Anti-poacher. And, uh, and yeah, he's like a anti-poacher <laughs> guy. And he drives them around to show them the villages and whatever. Yeah. And uh, as soon as they go out, like, you know, the first place they go they see some lions one of them's injured there's a village nearby let's go there everyone's gone or dead or whatever right and there's you know this crazy lion starts attacking everyone and right like that's it but we got to have this whole like drama <laughs> between him and his daughters about he's not around and sure and you know it's just it's so just sadly false and meaningless anyway. Right. It's like it just doesn't matter. But you're trying to somehow get people to, you know, like the characters or get into the characters or something. Yeah. So we go on vacation to Africa. And, you know, like randomly when we're having lunch, the daughter's <laughs> like, well, what about mom this? And you were oh. never around. And it's like, I mean, you know. I don't need any people who don't have kids or are the people who are never (laughs) around their own kids telling me how kids talk about things and what they do and whatever. And then we even like get like deeply kind of into it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like the shit has hit the fan. Like we've been attacked. People are bleeding and all this stuff, you know? And the one daughter all of a sudden in the middle of this is like, don't make her any more promises you can't keep. (laughs) Really, and that's when like, you just open the door and, and kick her. And everything that happens is like you know I'm I'm so like this is a movie that is almost like stupid is like as good as it can get, right? right. Like that's right. <laughs> that's right. like what it's shooting for, right? Like if we're only stupid, then we're doing our job, and right, people oh, are being yeah. entertained by. I got to change my review for you by lion attacks or whatever. Um, but it's like everything the girls do is stupid, you yeah. know stay in the car. Okay. Well, I'm going to run across right. where I know the lion's going to kill me. And I got to go back over to where Charlotte Copley is because, because I'm a stupid kid and right. you know, whatever. And I mean, it's like this whole idea that people are watching the movie going, well, people are stupid and they do stupid things. So right. now I'll watch this girl do <clears throat> right. something stupid and that's fine yeah. because people are stupid. It's so, it's just, it's depressing, right? right. To watch that's shit that's made like that. You've got like a lion attacking people who are out in the middle of nowhere in the desert, right? Yeah. It, with a car. They've got like this car and they can hide in the car that's and it. that's it. Yeah. You know, that's all you need. You don't need people right. doing stupid shit. It's like right. in Jaws, if you know, there was a guy who was like, I'm just gonna try and swim back <laughs> and I'll go get help. Like you don't right. you're you're good where you are, right? right. This is like tense and messed up and you're all going to die right. you don't need to add to that that people are hiding behind the chainsaws right. in the yeah, shed right. or whatever right? <laughs> right i mean it's just it's really sad and That's then at the bad. end of it the end of it is just uh the end of it is like uh <laughs> they wanted this movie to be a half hour longer and and the money people said nope it, nope. Ends, <laughs> it ends now right. right make it end and they're right. like guess it ends like this then right yeah
1: magic bullshit happens and now we're saved (laughs) you know because you're right you you know movies are in that room and they're like if you make us send it right now it's gonna end like this they're like fine you're like really right oh shit i'll still get i'll still get
0: most of the money right but it's the same amount of money i'm gonna get back your name
1: is gonna be on it i just want my cash right yeah oh that's funny man
0: yeah uh so (laughs) i give this one like a one
1: Ooh, because it's yeah. not
0: quite completely not quite zero, zero. Yeah. right? Because because um, Vidris, uh, well, is he good? He's he's pretty good. Okay, it's, it's funny because um, let's. Say, it's actually it's a short movie, so it's got that going for it. Because I think it's like ninety minutes, maybe like okay. ninety five or whatever. Yeah. But it's you know it's a tight, normal movie. Um, like the first half hour is like before we get to the lion, right? Right. And in that first half hour, I think Idris is uh awful. Oh jeez. A- and I and I don't know if it's really if you can or, yeah. blame it too much on him. Yeah. But it's like, these are the lines, man. Yeah. And this is what you have to say. And I mean, what's he gonna fix <laughs> right, that? I mean right. but it's painful almost. Yeah, it's right. embarrassing, I think. No, it's really. Bad. Once we get into the lion. And like we run into the poachers at one point yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, you know, then he's okay. pretty good. He's yeah. he's doing what he can do. I just want him to have a couple hits back to back. But it really is like this movie is uh, like like I said, Jaws. It's like take yeah. Jaws and and add like eight times as much dialogue. Right. It's like why is everyone freaking talking all the time
1: i mean it's i remember when we saw the previews for it and we were just like god that looks so bad you know and i'm like i guess they've updated cujo you know you just put put a family in the car and i just kept thinking maybe you're gonna swing in and be like it's actually you know as a five that's 500 times better than i thought it was gonna be you know what i mean like that might (laughs) be the best five you've seen all day right so uh okay and uh let's see like really quickly uh raymond
0: and ray is uh out it's on apple tv it's actually pretty good, and it's uh, Ethan Hawke and Ewan McGregor, yeah. and um, they are half brothers. Their dad died. Their dad was like this horrible person, right. and we will never stop talking about how horrible he is. And they go to his funeral, and uh, and really the whole thing is uh, kind of dorky. Um, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the steps that they take where they have to keep going. Like, there's this thing where his their dad wanted them to like dig his grave, to like right. actually right. do the digging and yeah. stuff. <clears throat> and so we watch this like road trip. Um, you know, Ewan McGregor goes to Ethan Hawke's house and goes, he, Our dad died. We're supposed to go. Ethan Hawk doesn't want to go. You know, their dad was like a real bastard, beat the shit out of him and yeah. was horrible to him and all this <laughs> stuff. And we have this like road trip. For not too long, but we have this road trip where all they do is we get to know all of how horrible their dad is. Yeah. And we get to learn a little bit about who these guys are, right? Ewan McGregor's the guy who, like, buries everything and wants to just say, oh, it's just all in the past and, you know. We know how that guy's going to turn out, and Ethan Hawke is a guy who like goes, "No, Dad's a bastard," and I'm going to say it all the time, right. and you know whatever, right, right? That guy, yep. And then they get there, and the like the guy at the the lawyer is like, um, "Yeah, so he wanted you to dig his grave," and they do it, and I'm like, "I'm out." Right? Those guys are not doing this. this right? Is bullshit. And they even like talk about it a little bit when yeah, uh, I was they're, say they have they're talking to. to other people. Oh. And, uh, like, um, I, Ethan Hawke is talking to this girl at one point, and, and she's like, well, I mean, but you didn't have to agree to it, or you didn't have to do right. it. And he's like, well, but we did, I guess. Wow. And I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just...
1: you got to do a lot of work to make me <clears throat> believe that would happen. Yeah,
0: yeah, and really, watching it, a lot of it is not that bad because they're both really good.
1: Yeah, right, of course.
0: And, the, and they're both good in this. But really what it is, ultimately, is that it's a movie where the synopsis is the whole movie. Right. If I just tell you the synopsis, like, you have got, got everything you're going to get out of it.
1: Right. Yeah, right.
0: You don't know exactly some of the bad things their dad did. You don't know exactly how they react to it. Yeah. But really, like, the movie's not about anything. It's right. like, it could be, you know, it's like a documentary of a random person where right. you go... And this is what happened. And so yeah. see, now I now <laughs> right. I you know, like I've said yeah. this before, right? It's like any day in the life of a random person and right. you go, and that's a story. And you right. go, No, it's right. not a story. I don't, I don't know why I'm watching that. Right. <laughs> it, it's just a recounting of things that happened. Yeah. And that's what That's weird. That's what this is really. You get to the end of it and you're like I mean, yep, okay. that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that is that's true that, that happened. Yeah. But it's really ultimately just not about anything. That's weird. And it thinks it is. Yeah, and, that's
1: the worst part. And it's not. Right. So
0: um I give it a I give it a four though. It's it's okay, okay. right? It's yeah. passable. Yeah. It's just that um, you know, it's it's semi worth it to watch them being good at what they do. Right. But overall, as a movie, it's really kind of a failure. So right. anyway, so that's that one. And I was gonna talk about Meet Cute, which I'm not gonna talk about too much. It's uh Pete Davidson and Kaylee. Cuoco, Cuoco? Yeah. whatever. Um, and and it's really just them. And yeah. it's this whole time travel thing. She keeps having the same night, keeps meeting him, keeps having this same night where they meet over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gets a little goofy, but ultimately it's it's actually really fun. And it's, it, it's the first thing I've seen Pete Davidson in yeah, where I actually was going, uh, you know, he's kind of acting wow <laughs> I mean yeah, he right. was and he and he was he was good in it and anyway um I give that one a seven I wish it was a little better and I wish that one too had a little bit more to say That's right high. yeah by the time you get to the end it's you know it's a movie that kind of is like um the point is like the ride we were on that I just showed you and yeah. it all, but it doesn't really kind of all come together. I mean, it does because it goes, look, it all comes together, but <laughs> it, but it doesn't right. actually, Right. Uh, but it, but it's fun. And it's, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it moves along really well, even though you expect it not to, like you watch like half the movie and at about the halfway point, you kind of might be going, this is about to get boring for a while. Yeah. And, and it doesn't. Huh. So, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. Um, but it's a fun movie. And um, I don't know, maybe we'll uh, get into that more if you see it for next week. Yeah. But um, so now let's uh Black Adam. It's Black Adam. Black Adam. Adam. Okay. <clears throat> uh man. It was like a long wait for this. And yeah. then uh and uh, it did really well. It's like it did almost well. 70 million, yeah, like right around right around somewhere not quite. <clears throat> Passing 70 million and for, somebody, uh, for the opening week. Somebody who
1: keeps track more than I of anything said this is The Rock's biggest opening. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. So as I mean, a, it's done a, as amazing a leading, as a
0: leading guy, right? Being the leading guy, sure. Right. Um, which, you know, you might have thought Jungle Cruise, but that got right. hurt by people, people making fun them. of it. Right. <laughs> right. Stuff. Um, all right. So Black Adam, and I'm sure everybody knows all the whole story. Um. The only weird thing, kind of, is the other characters, which people are right. not going to know. And, and this is kind of—it's weird because, uh, as the story goes, you know, uh, he was he was fighting to get this movie made for a long time because yeah. this is like his sort of passion project of I want this superhero right. movie. And, uh, and and somehow what that meant was they're kind of mashing Guardians of the Galaxy in because DC wants to now take their shot and go, can we put in a bunch of people that nobody knows? Right. Um, because they don't necessarily know Black Adam anyway. Right. So let's throw in a bunch of, of other of our characters, even though... I don't know. Maybe people know who Hawkman is, but but for a- the most part, your your average person probably doesn't know right. who any of these people are, and and they want to see if they can add to this. Yeah, this was a weird movie for me because you know I I liked him in it pretty well. Yeah, and you know I thought the the worst thing about this movie, which seems really weird for this kind of movie, uh, was that like it just didn't really have the balls to be what the trailer said it was. You know, the trailer was like, Look, he's a badass. And the whole trailer is uh, you know, the other people going, We have to take this crazy man down. Yeah. Right. And then you get to the movie and uh And really, I don't know what the morality play going on in this movie is at all. Like, I have literally, I have no idea. The longer I watched this movie, the more I went, what are our morals here? What what are we talking about? This is nuts. And I don't know why that is such a thing in it either. Um, Because it's all of this don't kill people, right? We We don't kill. It's like... Uh, you know, Batman got bastardized and then layered on top of all DC people, right, or something. And uh, and it's just I don't know, it's just very weird because I'm going into this movie thinking that Black Adam was killing a bunch of people, right, or causing a <laughs> bunch of problems, or yeah. some shit like that, right? right. And and he didn't he. he <laughs> Didn't do anything. All he did was kill people who were killing other people. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever. We're not supposed to. I mean, we're Batman and we're not supposed to kill even the bad guys and stuff. But not killing the bad guys has some. Like, you get to like the middle of this movie and you're like, I mean, you're really making like a statement on World War II now. Like, (laughs) Like, there's like you know he's not killing people who rob convenience stores right. or something right? right he's killing people who are like the horrible other regime of fake landia where we are right. or whatever and i'm like i i don't even know what's going on and <laughs> and they're so serious about it um really like hawkman and somewhat doctor fate right. but especially <clears throat> hawkman like he's so serious about it that I mean, it's just—it's really weird. Right? It's—it's it's distancing. It's an odd yeah. idea of what's going on. Anyway, um, but before I just start rambling about everything in the movie, I found yeah. this movie to be like exactly average. Yeah. It, so, is a five for it's me. Five. There's uh, there's some good yeah. stuff in it, and yeah. there's you know there's like a good time to be had. Uh, but I really walked away from this movie, going that is that is the averagest movie yeah. I've probably seen in a long time. Because whatever was good about it, there was a balancing thing that was bonkers right, or yeah. awful or yeah, whatever. I mean, even even the ending of it was uh, sad. Right. It was like disappoint- It was so disappointing uh, the ending, but. But there was good stuff in it. I pretty much liked Dr. Fate most of the time. I was really disappointed in how much the other two were just like the red shirts of the crew. yeah like we didn't really care <laughs> what they could do unless it was like kind of a gag we and could get out matter. of it right. it was so it was so bad it was like horrible treatment of them yeah and uh and even uh Hawkman battling black Adam I'll way too much in this movie right it's like it was really like they were close and you're and you're like what the hell are you talking about like (laughs) all you're doing is telling me about how hawkman should have no chance although you haven't told me anything about hawkman so i mean maybe he's superman and just likes to wear a hawk outfit we have no idea right because you won't tell me anything about who he is or what powers he really has yeah. You know, you're so invested in the fact that you came up with a way to make his, you know, cudgel spin around right. and whatever that you have to show me that eighteen times, but right. you can't ever tell me anything about him at all. Yeah. It's not like I've seen him before.
1: Right. Uh,
0: so anyway, that's uh that's my complaints about it. It's one of those movies that I feel like is average, but the more I we talk about it, the more it'll sound like I hate it because the bad things are more it's easier worth to bash mentioning. on
1: it. Yeah. The good the good stuff is that it's it really is great to watch. It's it's a beautiful looking film. And I only I wasn't watching for these things, but it stood out only one time to me that the CGI with The Rock doing something action packed only looked bad one time. And, and that sounds like I'm like hovering on like how many times does it look bad? Right. I don't do that. I can only remember one scene where he's moving with his super Shazam-like speed and I just looked at it and I went, God, that looked bad. Why, yeah. why would they just like keep that in? But there's a million reasons why they have to keep things like that in. I love comic book films. I love superhero films. I have not reached the saturation of being tired of them yet. Like so many of my... Friends have seemingly done. And I easily prefer Marvel superhero live action to DC because DC just keeps screwing up if Christopher Nolan isn't in charge. And if you've listened to our podcast at all, I've said that before. I love The Rock. Like everything about this is for me, except man, I was bored. Yeah. And the film for me... If if I mean, I, if you even just like had to go get a drink or you were just curious and you just let me go for like six or seven minutes, I think I would rattle off all the things that bothered me about the film and then come back around. And I'm not afraid to name a few of them because I think there's some big ones. I, I can't even circle around to getting over average. Like it's just so much of it is disappointing and unnecessarily dumb. To the point where it's just either too many studio notes, too much ego, because I'm not used to seeing things with Dwayne Johnson being so screwed up like this. Like He has got a very curated and meticulously crafted career from leaving wrestling to this point, where in, in some ways I think you could argue, and I think he would argue that he's kind of been building to this role for a long time, and I would have pulled him aside and said, if this is the film you're going to make, you're making a bad decision because you're either not playing the Black Adam character that is known in the comics, and there are different versions of him, but there's a more recent version that has actually sort of started this whole thing because the, the illustrator, you know, when the comic came out and they kind of redid Black Adam, they kind of made him look like the rock right and that's sort of where the buzz was like man if they ever make a black adam film the rock has to play him and he's like yeah i actually kind of like this idea he's strong and powerful and there's a big anti-hero thing and all of the great characteristics that the rock has in real life and in his films really come around his charisma and his comedic ability but his ability to obviously just be the rock and just kick everybody's ass that's not the Black Adam character though he's he's a dour, solemn, melancholic, pained, aloof character. And none of those attributes are what Dwayne Johnson is good at right. You put Dwayne Johnson in that role and I'm not going to say that he can't act even though he's in a stage of his life where he's doing a lot of films that are Fast and Furious or Kevin Hartcom. you know he's he knows what his sweet spot is and he hangs on it and it's great because everyone likes seeing it but I I don't like the way this came about and I struggled to try to figure out if it was the story or because it was a vanity project, if it's his fault, if he just thought it would be great to do certain things but just couldn't pull it off under this lighting. Right. Like, I don't know, but okay. So there's enough, there's enough there to start with. Um, for me, the majority of the film, because it seems to just take place in one block of this fictionalized place that he's the ruler of becomes the ruler of like it felt too video game like from the fact that you drop the justice society in and that's the justice society not the justice league so this is like your generic version of a popular drug right and you drop these characters in and okay so hawkman is more or less more known dr fate is not very well known amongst casual comic book fans and then you have adam smasher who nobody knows whoever right. he is and you have cyclone and, and i feel I mean, like
0: half the people watching this movie are gonna have a
1: hard time sure not just calling him ant man ant man <laughs> right right, right. adam smasher just all does the he does same is things. just get big he just gets big and you know i guess he smashes atoms but you know and not adam like black know. atom but atom like molecular right, atoms right. I felt like when I was watching the film that, you're right, they had to be redshirted. These people have to die by Black Adam's hand quick. Or what that is is in a video game, before you get enough coins from killing everybody and you can buy better heroes to accommodate you, you get these generic ones who have abilities that don't do anything except look good in CGI and are really only there to distract or do something that doesn't make any sense. The easy alternative to compare the film to is Black Panther, and not because there's black in the name or because there's African-American people in it at all, and it's sort of similar about, you know, other worlds and, excuse me, other uh, other civilizations. It's just that when we meet Black Panther, he's a secondary tertiary character in fight scenes in, like, a Captain America film. And then he gets his own standalone movie, and then we get to explore all kinds of stuff about the history and the mythology of Wakanda and his lineage, everything. And it plays out well, well enough, so that that film is enjoyable and springboards into other things. The mistake here is instead of making this a Black Adam film with the Justice Society, they probably should have made Black Adam come in on the Shazam film, or in a Justice Society movie and then giving him his own film. It just feels like it feels like The Rock just wouldn't let that happen. He's like, no, this is my project. They can come in my movie, but I'm not going to help anybody else's movie. Between, Between what's good about the film and for me, the best part of the film isn't anything visual. It's two scenes separated by, I don't know, 20 minutes, where there's a real talk of imperialism and police policing you know basically who are you to come into this land that's foreign to you and tell us what we can and can't do who are you to not have shown up before now and stopped the atrocities that are happening here who are you to dictate what i can do at all even if i'm not in my own land right there's a lot of stuff there and then from his perspective like who are you to just arbitrarily be able to decide everything. Like there's a lot of power structure things that are really interesting here that I would argue does get handled in Marvel films like Civil War when you have the Acovia uh, Accords. You know, like the best part of that film for me is when Captain America says, what if we have to go somewhere they won't let us? What if they send us someplace we don't want to go? The Justice Society is sort of like this American – police right. you know they just show up because well now we're here to do this thing right and there's a great argument there but the film is only interested in flying destruction building porn you know to, right, this is right. why i hated the henry cavill superman films it's,
0: it's all kind of like uh we know how to film this
1: so watch us do fight, it and we'll do so it over and over, cool and over and over again yeah. and the fact that i mean I, I, i'll stop for you know i want to hear all your stuff too Imagine if Samaritan, that film with Stallone that we just saw, was basically just like Superman in Samaritan, except he never left that block and he had some difficulty cleaning up all the drug dealers. Even though he is Superman and could just get rid of everybody. If, if Black Adam is Batman on Shazam, you know, if 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 Bruce Wayne could just say Shazam and become Black Adam. He would take care of this stuff, but why are we always around this five-mile radius where he basically would have no trouble dispatching everybody? And then after three minutes, like everyone else is just like, "I don't want to die." Right? Like right. I'll stop. Like it's just and, it's yeah, just and such a ev- weird everything.
0: Film. I think everything in the in the movie really just defies thinking about, and it's it's horrible, really. Yeah. Once you get to that. And so, like I said at the beginning, I'm just going to bash the hell out of it, and then yeah. it makes no sense that I give it five. But there is, like, a lot of fun in it. There is a lot of stuff that happens uh, that is pretty decent, enough enough balance out sure. and be five, right? Yeah. Not right. enough to actually be good, right? right? But yeah. there's a lot of stuff uh, with the story of the kid that is, you know, this it's fun okay. yeah. stuff, you know. It's not Shakespeare, but, right. it's, you know, it's fun right. stuff to watch. It's carrying you through the movie. But as far as Black Adam, like you know, imagine, you know, like you said, Christopher Nolan makes this movie. Right. Yeah. Now we now we're gonna actually have more than a 15-second talk about how come the Justice Society isn't here getting right. rid of these people who <laughs> are oppressing us because Hawkman shows up one day and goes, our mission is to keep the world at balance. Right. And, and nobody goes, what the hell does that mean, <laughs> jackass? Like, <laughs> right, where you been? You're keeping the world in balance yeah. by making sure that these assholes stay in power, overruling right. us and stuff. And like, right. nobody even blinks. He just like says that line, yeah, while we're having a discussion about, you know, he's here. Where have you been, right? right. Like, right. he's suddenly here, getting rid of the people, and and their only gripe is that he's killing them, right? And like I said. You, I certainly, point, I certainly did not get the movie I thought I was going to get right. from the trailer. Me either, because in the trailer you think the dude just went nuts, mad, and right. is yeah killing who knows what and. Yeah. Uh, you know, killing people where he, you know, throws a bus full of kids at the bad guy <laughs> right. or or something, yeah, right? right? And no, that's not what he's doing at all. He's out right. in the middle of the desert where there's no civilians, and <laughs> right. he's killing a bunch of uh, these commandos from the oppressive regime. Who the hell's complaining about right. that? And Hawkman all of a sudden goes... Man, he's out of control. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what? Right. Where? Right. Why is he out of control? Why do we have to? Oh, my God. This is like priority alert. Get the hell over there. Yeah. And you can't watch this movie very long without going, well, wait a minute. How come all the people with machine guns? Right. Oppressing these people exactly. are not out of control. Yeah. Sending off your flares. And it's a really, like I said, it's a really weird morality that's in play. Yeah. And no one's talking about it. And all they had to do to make this movie better is have a director who would tell The Rock. Yeah. Or could. Yeah. Maybe you can't do something. And, uh, and I, you know, the director's name eludes me for the moment, but he's only made a a couple of things. And he's not telling The Rock anything. Right. 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 He's not going, no, dude, we have to rework this script and do something. But the whole movie, from an action standpoint, like I said, it's all. Yeah. Uh, it's all we have these shiny things we know how to do now, and we're going to do them. Yeah. And there is nobody on set in this movie who just stands off to the side and goes, wait a minute, does that make any sense? Right. right? right. And you need that guy. You, right? do. <laughs> you do. You need the 10th guy. That needs to be in your yeah. uh, production somewhere. And it's such a weird thing, too, because there's so many small things in this movie where if you pay attention at all, as opposed to just going, wow, look how he threw that guy five miles. That's so cool, right? right. But, you know, like at the very beginning, they find this crown, right? The crown is floating in midair between rocks. Does anybody mention that at all? Does anybody go, what the shit? Right. No, just they go, all right, I'm going to go get that. There it is. Yeah. What? Yeah. (laughs) Nobody has any (laughs) reaction to that at all. And then Black Adam shows up, right? Everybody keeps shooting him. And this is like the weirdest, like most infuriating, insulting thing in in movies that happens all the time. Right. I mean, it's not in this movie. But like 50 guys shoot like 100 rounds at him, right? Yeah. And all the guys who are left, they're like, well, now it's my turn. I'll try shooting him. And I'm like, who wrote that?
1: Right. You're looking for the Achilles heel, right? The one right. millimeter like, that isn't none protected. None of those
0: guys, like yeah. the first five guys, shoot him. None of the rest of the guys are there. Right? You're not. Right. I mean, right. I don't know what psychology class you didn't take, or what human experience yeah. you don't have, or whatever. <laughs> right? Right. You put your gun down. You just run. But if you're I'm like a, that's that. But if I'm there yeah. and ten guys have already shot him, like a lot, yeah. and he's not even paying attention anymore right. to the fact that people are shooting him. Yeah
1: then the rest of the people are not staying right. Like I start shooting everybody else and maybe he'll leave me alone. Like right. I'm like, I'll take care of the gnats. Right. Yeah. But that
0: sort of thing like just keeps happening Yeah. and it happens in all different ways. It happens with the justice society yeah. even. Right. Yeah. They start fighting him. They can't do anything to him. Right. And they just all keep going, well, let's just keep doing it. Right. And Hawkman keeps doing it like forever. And if you want to convince me that Hawkman survives even half of this movie, right. you better tell me something about him right. and why he's himself super magical and right. indestructible. Right? Because, and, and the funny thing too is like what I <laughs> what is lost somehow in movies, and this happens in all sorts of superhero movies, you know. Too is like. Like, the science behind bullets is, like, thrown completely out the window, right? right? Because somebody will shoot Black Adam, like, 50 times with a machine gun, yeah. right? And he'll just stand there, and it does nothing. But someone will hit him with a pipe, and he'll go, whoo, and, like, get knocked right. backwards. And I'm like, right. this is, like, right. the STEM failure of <laughs> society. Like, yeah. that, that's not a thing. That right. Does, but this movie keeps doing it and keeps shoving it down your throat so much. And then Hawkman is like supposed to die. Right. And you're like, well, how, right. And how is black Adam supposed to die? Right. And how does the end credit scene change anything? Right. Right. Because I don't know. He, he, he was having trouble with
1: Hawkman. Right. Kind of. (laughs) Right. right? Yeah. Right.
0: Despite the fact that you keep telling him, you, you keep telling us that, nothing can hurt him right and nothing keeps hurting him yeah and they all keep coming they all yeah. keep shooting their bullets at him and then at the end we go in this thing and they're like here's our plan for getting into this place where there are, are lots of and we have to divert their attention because <laughs> yeah. otherwise we'll never make it and black adam just like runs in right and you're right. like Okay, what's the thought process behind needing a plan? He's
1: bulletproof. Right. Like, Send him <laughs> first. That's the plan. Why did? Why is there him. even any
0: action happening? <laughs> yeah. Because why doesn't he just walk in? You know, it's like yeah. in Superman movies when people are shooting at him, like he just casually strolls right. in. He just and goes, goes over. You can't hurt me. Right. But in this movie, what we're up against is people with guns. Right. And yet somehow we care. Right. It's, right. You know, it's just. I, I have this action to shoot and yeah. a helicopter I want to crash. And so that's what we're doing. I agree with all that.
1: You know, it it too many, too many long winded action scenes that just feel like video games where you're just supposed to learn what you're doing before you go to the next level. Right. Too many things that didn't matter that looked good. Again, I, I stand by everything in the film looking great. Like some of the action scenes of, of black Adam, like flying, just look I wouldn't say revolutionary but it looked new to me like nobody else is making superheroes move like they did in this film and I liked that. Right. Again, it, it, this this suffered at least it, I don't think that I saw exactly the trailer either in this movie. There are ideas there and it certainly tells you in the trailer like you see an idea in the trailer, the trailer that I saw, his son dies, he's really mad, something happens, he comes back to life, or he gets thawed out somehow, and he's vengeful. And maybe, maybe in some weird version of the Brendan Fraser mummy films, like this is the mummy's version of what happened. Like this is how rageful he is, and everybody else is just around him. I don't know that I would call Black Adam a protagonist, except that he's the center of the action in the story. And I don't know that I would necessarily call everybody else, the antagonists or villains, but they certainly play their role in a weird way. But the first 20 minutes of the film are so weirdly paced as backstory that I was both having fun with it. Cause I thought this is actually not what the trailer really showed me to be the film. But I also was like, God, you guys, you're, you've got a show. Don't tell. Right. You're telling me a lot. You're really voiceovering a lot of backstory and I, I kept watching it and going, man, I, I don't know, maybe this is gonna be a totally different film when it kicks in. It it just felt like it felt like everything was an afterthought. Even even Viola Davis, who gamely shows up. I mean, I'm sure she got compensated well to just be the Nick Fury in this universe. She basically does like two or three zoom two, two Zoom calls right. to make everything be united in the universe that they're all in but it's all just weirdly ineffective except to set up the bonus scene at the end of the film, which is really the whole reason why, and you've said this, uh, we've said this a bunch, but this whole film looking back on it feels like it was outward him. Like they really knew what they wanted the end to do, the stinger scene. Right. And they really knew what they wanted the visuals to be. And they're like, well, we'll just figure it out. Like he'll fly around and beat people up and people will keep trying to stop him. And they'll realize that he's a God. I, I think one of the, and you know, before I'm done, I think one of the funnest things that I did enjoy is so small, but it's from the comic, it's that he has such arrogance um, that he never really walks around, he just hovers. Right. And it's like such a badass flex move, like, right. I don't have to touch the ground, I'm above you, literally and metaphorically and, like, <laughs> religiously, like, I'm your god. Right. And I like, I kind of enjoyed watching The Rock just float around right, everywhere. Right. Even talking next to like Hawkman, he's just like hovering and you know it bugs him, <laughs> right. you know, and he's just not going to say anything because if you did, the, you know, Black Adam would have a little smile. But even in those scenes, you know, where, and I thought Pierce Brosnan, I thought everybody actually did a good job. I really yeah, do. Yeah. I just didn't like the story that they're doing. I felt like the rapport between Dr. Fate and Hawkman for the three or four minutes we get it in, in total, they wanted me to do a lot of the heavy lifting about their relationship. Like there's an awful lot of my friend, I can't wait to do these things. I'm going to miss you. These, you know, a lot of this Shakespearean stuff. And I'm like, dude, just show me four more scenes. Don't tell me all of this stuff. And
0: And they, they cut in a bunch of stuff too. there, you know, where they're like, Remember back in the day right. when blah blah blah, right. and you're like, oh, I mean, so they've known each other a long time. So this time is their, this is yeah, this <laughs> is
1: their Hawkman, you know, and and uh, you know, this is basically in in the Avengers where they're like, you and I remember Bogota much differently, you know, right, whatever right. that is, and yeah. it's Budapest, right? That's their Budapest moment, right. you know. I can't yeah, get
0: it. and it's it's a little weird, uh, and I think everything comes together in the movie in such weird ways where it's like, this is where we had to get, you know, like you're saying, we're trying to set up kind of a certain thing, but it is. And so like from the perspective of watching it, you know, there's so much fun to watch that it can manage to get up to five despite all the bad things. But if you think about anything, it's weird. And especially the things that they won't stop making you look at. Right. And then, and then they go, but don't think about that, but I'm (laughs) going to make you look at it over and over again. Like even like the Shazam wizards, which, which is a weird ass thing so that we can have kind of a twistiness, um, which, you know, is okay and stuff. But I I mean, it really makes you wonder why they left the crown there though. Right. Like why? Why is there a yeah. crown to find? Yeah. How does that make sense? Weird MacGuffin. But and it is. And it's but it's like it's not like it's the next day, right? right. They had time to forget yeah, right. about it's it. true, yeah. And then remember like <laughs> right. they're like, right. hey, like, do you have that thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. No, that's a good point <laughs> have too. Have you seen that crown? Yeah. But like everything that happens is like that. All of the uh you know, the bad guys in the in the movie are so like almost scooby Dooish, right <laughs> like all the all the villainy stuff that happens Dude. is like oh man what you just I made mean, me it's uh so, it's so weird i mean look when the movie first starts after the whole back in time crap but when we yeah. see the kid on the on the skateboard right? right and we're in we're within like the first few minutes of the movie yeah i mean if you don't know that dude's the bad guy right then Then what do you just never seen a movie before? Oh my God. And it's so weirdly like, you know, he might as well
1: have a little mustache to twirl or something. And it's like, Oh, surprise. We've made, right. We've made, uh, this is the, I mean, we'll go any anything you want to do over this. I forgot to say this, but as we're getting close to the end, speaking of the bad guy, I mean, we talk about, you know, intergang as if they're the bad guy, right. Or the justice society as if they're the bad guy, there actually is a bad guy. Okay, And it's very much like when you watch the regular Justice League film, not the Snyder Cut, but when Steppenwolf is just kind of like thrown in and then they all have to beat him up as an end boss. When they drop the bad guy into this film and then I'm just like, well, what the hell is going on? Like, why is this movie so boring? And so for me, anyway, I I was not look at my phone board, but I was like, I shouldn't feel this disengaged when The Rock and all these other... Superheroes that I actually really like are finally in action in front of me, and like, wow! Wait, now we got to do Sabak and do these weird things. Yeah. Oh, come there's, on! There's there's
0: a lot of the action in the movie that is weirdly, it's not really paced wrong. Like when you're watching the movie, it's not like the pace is bad, but there's something wrong with uh, even how they put the scenes together, yeah, and exactly how they deliver certain things that they are they're like they're made boring like there's the we get to the part where they're chasing all those bikes right and the ki- yep. and the kid is in one of them yep and during that whole thing i'm just sitting there going i mean whatever they're going to find him eventually right yeah. it's like He's he's gonna turn up somewhere. I, like I'm so uninvested in right. in what's happening. Me too. Because it's just all so like stagey Rote. and yeah. yeah,
1: we it's so weird. Anyway. And it all felt like weirdly like derivative of other things too. I the kid's trying to teach him he needs a catchphrase. Right. And then you know it's basically like watching John Connor teach Schwarzenegger like no more killing and he's like right. all right I'll shoot him in the leg he'll live right. you know that it had that weird vibe there i uh, yeah it's just so weird that he wasn't a little
0: darker to begin with especially yeah. like i said with the trailer yeah where um you know the justice society shows up and is like well, morality should be like this and you have set off our flags and he's sitting there going, well, I think morality should be this. And I don't know how the audience is not going, yeah. right, Right. It's almost like
1: if you dropped Thanos in and you had the defenders show up to like, and I don't mean the Avengers. I mean, literally there was another subset of poor man's version of the Avengers called the defenders. You know, it'd be like if you had them show up and you're like, well, this will be the movie we make and you're like, who cares about this? What are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, but it is fun to watch, but I do have to say before we go, it is a weird thing going on, I think with the ratings of this movie. And I think it's funny that the rock put out like his audience thing. Like the audience is like 90% on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, Yeah, where uh, it, it seems like there's this huge disparity Right between yeah. uh, audiences and critics, and I don't think that's actually how it's playing out, although that's how you can make it look like it's playing right. out if you really want to, especially depending on what exactly you're looking at on places like Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, and exactly what those things mean, you know, right. because this doesn't have a super low critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it has a very high uh, audience. audience. Yeah. But that is Rotten Tomatoes, like at its finest, right? This is one of your best complaints about it. Because critics are giving this maybe a little closer to four. Yeah. So they are not all that fresh. Right. And audiences are giving it a little bit closer to six. Yeah. So they're all fresh, right? right? Because they're all over five. So it's the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing of 90% on Rotten Tomatoes means that. If everyone says it's five, then you're 100% fresh. Right. That, like That's not a thing. Right. But we sell it as though it's a thing. They really
1: do. Metacritic has anyway. it at 41 out of 100 based on the critic reviews. And that's right. 50 reviews. And you're like, so the aggregate of 50 people is that it's 4 out of 10. Like, 40, holy crap.
0: 41 from critics. But we try to make like this huge distance and as time goes on i mean that'll change anyway as more people more audience reviews actually come in or whatever but so all those people you know the 41 is going to be like not fresh on rotten tomatoes right right? but there's actually not a big difference between that and being fresh on rotten tomatoes right right? if you (laughs) you just rate it a little bit higher all of a sudden it would be fresh i don't
1: know anyway um but I remember I, that's good for Black. I, I remember it is just a dumb thing to remember. I remember right after the Phantom Menace showed up, you know, it was like a couple weeks in, and one of the reporters said, "So, you know, how are you handling the backlash to the negative, you know, opening?" And George Lucas was like, "What are you talking about? We broke records everywhere." Right. That was the difference. Right. Money versus reception. You know, the the audience hated it. Right. But man, it brought a lot of money in. So the, George just thought well, they it all must saw be good. it. They all saw it too. Right. Hate it. Right. But so, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, All right,
0: uh, thanks for tuning in. Next week, I actually don't know what we'll be doing, but I I, my guess is we will be covering a lot of things that are coming out on streaming and stuff yeah. like that because there we are in... I don't know if anything new. We or, are back to yeah. like kind of a lull for like three weeks, but yeah. it won't be long um, before we are really just rattling off a bunch Oscar of movies stuff. Yeah. as uh, the screener of everything comes in yeah. and we start going back to at least give ratings... Uh, for other movies yeah. uh, throughout the year and stuff. But it is getting into like awards that season. Time. And uh, so we'll be covering everything. But for next week specifically, I don't know. we might just be looking at some of the things that are coming out on streaming. So yeah. thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, enjoy Black Adam as much as you can. Oof, and yeah. uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to AreYouScreening.podbean.com or AreYouScreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.